This is Joshua Bell with The Kilt and the Cloth. This was my sermon from this Easter Sunday, titled, He Lives. I hope you enjoy, and God bless. Scripture this morning is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. If you'd like to follow along as I read aloud, it is found on your pew Bibles on page 85 in the New Testament section. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. Pause. Those two men in dazzling clothes, in Greek it's the word angeloi, which we might say angels. Okay. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men, and Jaloy, said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee? That the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again? Then, then they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stopping, stooping, and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. May God bless the reading of God's holy scripture. Amen. So folks, I'm just not even going to sugarcoat it. This is a weird story. It's one of those stories that doesn't make sense to the literal mind. It's one that's really hard for us to explain to people outside those of the Christian faith. Here we have Luke's retelling of this story that also appears in Mark and Matthew. That of the women coming to the tomb. Now there are very notable differences. In my Sunday school class we broke them down and it was just like what in the world is going on? Now, and I want you to be careful because most of the story of the resurrection we have is a homogenized version where all four of the Gospels kind of come together. And each of them have their own distinct narrative of the resurrection story. One of the things that I think we have to be amazed about, though, is the woman's audacity. Their concern and compassion to come to the tomb to give their fallen hero a proper burial. Then they have their encounter with two dazzling angeloi. And right then they were then turn evangelistic and head to the eleven. See they see it, they believe it, they go. And others proclaiming and bearing witness to what they had just heard and seen and had touched. Now the text is clear to implicate the eleven with unbelief at their words. 
One responds to their words, Peter, very ironically, who races to the tomb to corroborate their story. And then just stops right there. I love the way the Angeloi talked to them. Why do you look for the living among the dead? It's a good question. You might ask yourselves, in what ways do you continue to look for the living Lord among the dead? How often do you look for Jesus among things that are not of God? And expect it to make sense. Outside the glitter and the glamour and all of the glitz and glamour of what churches could be doing. This is not that story. I kind of grew up in the 90s. At least that's what I'm going to claim. And in the 90s, there was a, a real big thing about uh, marketing Jesus. Now, at the 815 service, it was a little bit of a different story. But marketing Jesus became a thing. We found out that these companies would make shirts because Christianity is kind of just blowing up in the United States. And especially in youth ministry, if you put something cool on a graphic and it said, Jesus is awesome or something on it, kids would buy it. They just would. People were making hand over fist money on Jesus memorabilia. You all remember it. And now please understand, I, I have no issues with what it represented, right? The idea that we were a public visible witness for Christ. I don't have an issue with that. I have an issue with the companies that would be making WWJD bracelets and selling them for $5 a pop that they were getting made in China for 10 cents. That's what I have a problem with. And then when you go work for these companies, like I had the opportunity to do, and I was all excited to go sell these t-shirts for Jesus. I will never forget it. And I said, so what's the money go for that we're raising? And they're like, for our business. Cool. What's the business do? We sell t-shirts. For what? To make money. But for who? For us. And we just kind of kept going through this circle. And I'm going, no, wait a minute. You're selling these Jesus t-shirts to these groups of kids that think they're being a witness to Christ and all you're saying is you're making money off of it. There's none of this that goes to missions? Well, no. Oh. That's a little weird. I also had the opportunity and, and I, I would say the pleasure of having the opportunity to run sound and produce Christian rock concerts in the 90s. There really wasn't a Christian rock band that came to Oklahoma City or Edmond that I didn't work with or have an opportunity with. And these people would bring in tens of thousands of youth into these gigantic arenas. And these people, these musicians were bringing kids to God through Jesus Christ by the droves. And it was amazing until you work backstage. And these, not all of them, you see, just... A few were not even people I would hang out with on the street. 
in the middle of concerts, stepping out the back door and, I don't know, drinking beer and smoking cigarettes and doing all the things that they just got done telling all the, the kids that made a profession of faith not to do, they were doing backstage and were happy about it when they received their check. Why do you look for the living Lord among the dead, you might ask? So where would the living Lord be found if not in the tomb? Well, the text is clear. It's among the first witnesses. Jesus showed up among the grieving, the fear-filled disciples in a Samaritan village and inside the house of a, a Gentile Samaritan. How often do you look for Jesus in all the wrong places? Expecting different results. I want you to think about this and in, in from the biblical understanding. Here's Jesus, this insurrectionist guy that is standing up against the status quo saying, you do not represent my father appropriately. You are not following what we believe. Our traditions, our rituals matter. They're not just some sort of passing by catchphrase. It's no hashtag in the name of Jesus. Jesus is angry because the world has pushed aside God. And like the Gospel of Mark clearly says at the, at the ending of Mark, the, the actual ending of Mark, where they all run away and hid like we practiced on Good Friday. Good Friday is an uncomfortable service, folks. It's the most uncomfortable service of all time. Why? Because we have to look inwardly. We have to actually admit to ourselves that we've turned a blind eye to those that Jesus has called us to serve. <laughs> That's rough, church. That's super hard. And yes, it's emotional. Just like the end of the Gospel of Mark. They run away and they hide. And then the second inning comes back in and, you know, we've found this second inning in the Dead Sea Scrolls and it's like, and then everybody was happy and then Jesus, no, no, no. I like the Gospel of Mark ending just like the, the way it was. Because I think it's more realistic. At the time, the religious leaders who now felt they had brushed Jesus aside as a gadfly, that they now could continue with the religious and, and the usual services the debates, the almsgiving, all of these things. But no longer would they have to mess with this stinky outsiders that the prophet had championed. Jesus being that prophet. The resurrection suggests that Jesus just won't stay put. And take the women who had prepared spices to anoint anoint his corpse and had gone to the tomb early to finish the burial. Why do you look for the living among the dead? That is, why are you looking in a cemetery for Jesus? How can we find him among the living should be the question. 
The question should be asked on a daily basis. How do I find Jesus today? I, I don't have a problem with the Jesus t-shirts if it's designed for the glory of God. I don't have a problem with the ways that we treat one another as long as we treat another as we treat ourselves. How do you look for Jesus among the living? It's the ways that we treat one another. When you feed the hungry, you clothe the naked, and this is the part, you visit the sick and the imprisoned. Because it makes it easy then when you stand together and we come with one big screaming voice. He is risen. He is risen. Oh, come on, church. I mean, come on. This is that moment. This is our Super Bowl. We wait all year round. We spent all week long praying. We put all kinds of stuff together. And you're going to come to church on Sunday morning, and I'm going to say that. And you're going to go, he is risen. Oh, we're supposed to say something now? Like, I mean, come on. This is it. This is the moment. He is risen. He is risen indeed. I mean, you're almost there. I know there were less people this service than there was the 815, but I didn't feel that in my bones. Did you hear that? No, he said no. So let's do that again. He is risen. He is risen you see, that's how you live in the living. That's how you spread the gospel. You don't do it hiding. You don't do it ashamed. You don't do it halfway. You give everything you've got. Why? Because that phrase means something more to those that have experienced Christ's love than what the world gives to you. You have concrete, true ways our rituals, our traditions are designed in such a way to say that we proclaim Jesus as Lord and Savior. <laughs> so when we say, He is risen, he is risen we mean it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.